Hello and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today's audio from Graham is titled Activating Your Favor from day three of the five-day masterclass series called How to Flourish in God's Favor, found on our online mentoring community, Brilliant TV. Graham describes the nearness and abundance of God's favor towards us at all times, laying out a series of thought-provoking questions meant to shift the way we view our situations in relation to His promises and His special consideration of us. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to the mentoring class on Brilliant TV. Today we're looking at asking the question of God, in my situation, is a new level of favor and faith opening up to me in your relationship with me? And Lord, what am I believing you for in this opportunity? Every circumstance is an opportunity to experience God and to experience and encounter new levels of favor and faith in your relationship with the Lord. That's primarily what every situation is about, who God wants to be for you and who you are in Him. Favor is being convinced that God is totally for you. And you knowing that you have His special consideration in the situation that you're in. So we're confident. We're learning to be full of faith in relationship with Him. Favor changes our lens on the world because we learn to live feeling approved of, highly regarded by the Lord, and totally loved by Him. You know, in the Old Testament, Favor was how God saw people. So when you look at the first eight references of favor, it's always talking about, Lord, if I found favor in your sight, if I have favor in your eyes. Ha, New Testament, so much better. Because we're in Christ, no one has more favor than he does. So we're favored because the Father put us into Christ. Yahoo, I hear you say. And we have favor also because of the Father's relationship with Christ in us. It's like, really? You can't lose. Whatever the Father is to Jesus, He is to us also. That is favor. And the beautiful thing about that, there's nothing for us to do to gain favor. Our role really is learning to receive favor and to learn how to stay in that place of the goodness and the kindness of God always showing up. And you know, and if you don't see it initially, we're confident that we're gonna see it eventually. It's just timing. And timing belongs to God, but preparation belongs to us. It's in our promises and God's provision that are just waiting to be discovered by us. I remember, I remember being on uh, a flight to Australia. And um, on long haul flights, you need some favor because I was hoping, because I had so many uh, air miles, I was hoping to get upgraded to at least business class. No business class, no first class seats available. In fact, I got one of the worst seats on the plane. 
I'm like uh, in the middle of this row and I have this family kind of around me, uh, a woman traveling by herself and two small kids and the baby. And so uh, one of the first things around the meal time, I cut up all her food so she could hold the baby and eat. And then she's trying to get these uh, two kids to sleep and the baby is crying. So I just went to the stewardess and said, look, this is what's happening. Um, I'm going to hold the child and because, you know, I'm a, I'm a father, I'm a grandfather. I know how to put kids to sleep. In fact, I know how to put people to sleep. So she laughs and she comes back. And I just say to the woman sitting next to me, would it be okay if I hold your child while you get your kids to sleep? So that's fine. Stewardess is going to watch me all sorted out. So I'm just walking around and uh, the, the child begins to be restful. She's not asleep yet. Kids, the other kids are down. And I just say to the woman, why don't you put your seat back and have a snooze and I'll hold the baby. And anyway, she woke up five hours later and the baby's asleep <laughs> on me. And um, so that was it. That was my plane ride going out to Australia. And uh, but what was fascinating was, as I was getting off, the stewardess said, you know, what you did was really lovely. And I just really appreciate it. And, um, and I said, oh, no worries, you know. But when I came back home, when I was coming back home, I got to the airport and discovered that this stewardess had upgraded me to first class on my flight home. And here was the amazing thing. I should have been really tired starting my tour, but I wasn't. I just think that grace and so on gives you an energy. But I was exhausted at the end of my tour. And to have a seat in first class, oh my goodness. That's favor. It doesn't always work the way you want, but it always works. And <clears throat> here's my question. If we believed our favor is always present, how would that change our relationship with the Lord? I think we would live more amazed. We'd be more astonished. We would be more into marveling at what God is doing in us, through us, and for us. It would put us in a place where we would be, um, we'd have an upgraded sense of what his presence really meant. And faith wouldn't be an issue because, you know, faith is an outcome of relationship with God. Uh, faith works by love. And when you know that you are loved, you can begin to understand who God wants to be for you and the favor that comes with that. So we understand favor in the context of God's affection and love for us. And that's important because too often we try to have faith, but it doesn't work like that. You can't work up faith. It is an outcome of our relationship with God. It comes to us because he loves us. And his love empowers us to believe. And as we rejoice and give thanks in his love, faith is what rises to the surface in us. So if you don't have faith, concentrate on loving God and being loved. Faith will be there. I love rejoicing because it denies the possibility of doubt and anxiety. 
and it's a barrier to those things forming. So all of us need to work on our thanks and our rejoicing. Oh, seriously. No, like seriously work on it every day. Every week at least, work on it. So as we rejoice in who God is for us, our believing escalates into a faith that can actually move mountains. So what if your circumstances right now are designed to create a new level of faith in you? You'd be interested in that, right? (laughs) New circumstances that are designed to upgrade our current faith. They can open us up to a whole new place in the affections of God. They'll also open us up to new pressures that will challenge where we are now in our trust. But that's all part of growing up into Christ. Learning how to rejoice is what strengthens our ability to stay focused. So you can work through the stress in order to upgrade to the next level of faith. I think that's our real job here, is to abide in the gains we've already made as we partner with the Holy Spirit for the new faith that he is releasing. You can't stay at the same level of faith for your whole life. You need a breakthrough. And that breakthrough energizes us to practice a new faith so we get an upgrade, we can see more, we can receive more. And the follow-through of that breakthrough empowers us to establish this lifestyle at a new level. So I like rejoicing in what God is doing because my learning and my experience is a critical factor in occupying a new level. And then you get to speak back to the Lord. I totally believe in who you are to me here. You said this, I believe this, that jolly well settles it. And as we express our thanks, you know, like, Lord, I thank you for your promises to me. I thank you for your word towards me. I thank you for your intentions towards me in this place. We get to hear God say, these things I've spoken to you so that my joy may be in you, John 15, 11. It's a joy to speak the words of the Lord right back to him. And as we do, faith rises. That's why I read my prophecies out loud to the Lord. Because as I do, faith rises in me. And we need to understand that experiencing our favor in Christ unlocks the door of faith. We begin to believe God for something new. That's what your current situation's about. So here's an activation for you. Is there a new level of favor for you to encounter with the Lord? What fresh level of faith is that favor opening up for you now? What are your circumstances giving you the opportunity to believe? Remember that. Your circumstances are your opportunity. Another question, what impact will that experience have in your relationship with him? It's important that you listen to your language when you talk about your challenges. Is it full of favor and faith? Or is it uncertainty and doubt or even fear? 
Is there expectation or resignation? Make a list of the current challenges in your life. It could be with situations, or it could be about the people that are surrounding you right now that may be making life difficult. Ask yourself, what promises do I have from God for this situation? Promises in scripture or in words that have been spoken over you? Maybe it's time to discover a new promise. Then look for how your promises describe your favor. I think favor is always present. So ask yourself that question. What favor is present in these words? Because I know there is some. You can write them out on a card and put it where you'll see it often. And enjoy coming to the Lord with a big smile. Lord, you said this to me. I've got it written down here. You said this to me. Let me read it out to you. I think he loves that. He hears you. And he's partnering with you. And by reading it out, you're creating an expectation in you that he will partner with you. And then you can enjoy the discoveries of favor and faith that are always present. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Beloved, it is of paramount importance that we understand the Father's magnificent and intimate consideration of each one of us. You're not just one in seven billion humans walking about on the earth. You are Abba's child, the apple of his eye, and the one in whom he places all his delight. All of us as believers are in Jesus, an indescribable miracle in itself. And by virtue of that standing, we have the fullness of the Father's highest regard and favor. (laughs) What a joy, what an incomprehensible endowment. Graham brought up that there are new levels of favor and greater expansions of relationship with the Lord to be grasped and discovered. I encourage you, in all of your situations, respond to the Lord by asking Him, Papa, what new level of favor is there to encounter here? Or, what fresh level of faith is that favor opening up for me? Graham also said that promises describe favor. Recall that the magnitude and scale of the promises the Father has given you allude to the magnitude of favor that he wants to open up for you. Take a moment just to be in awe of that reality. Go ahead, I'll wait. (laughs) Now, rejoice in Jesus for what this truth entails for you. How he loves to share this kind of hope, enthusiasm, and joy with you. This rejoicing is an act, a celebration really, of your faith and trust in Him. It's inspiring to ponder these things, to tangibly lay hold of them and apply them to your season in life. The Lord wants for you to expect and activate the favor that He purchased for you at the cross. He wants you to see it and to ask for it. It is not arrogant or demanding to do so. It's actually an act of honor towards Him. If He paid for it, and has willingly given it to you in Christ, don't you think the only appropriate response is to believe it wholeheartedly and receive it with great joy? 
The Father loves you as he loves Jesus, and he wants the same favor and grace to be on display in your life. As the writer of Hebrews invites us, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace in your time of need. And grace, as we know, beloved, is God's empowering presence, part of what propels you into becoming who you are truly meant to be, one who is made in his image and according to his likeness. So, beloved, take some time this week to meditate on the questions from Graham in this message. Sit or walk with the Lord and eagerly discover the new things opening up to you in your precious relationship with him. May you be bountifully blessed and know with restful assurance that you are highly favored and greatly esteemed in heaven. Have a great week in Jesus.